Welcome to Ask the Doulas with Gold Coast Doulas. I'm Kristen, co-owner, and I've got Alyssa here. And we've got special guests joining us today from Spectrum talking about the Baby Friendly Initiative. So welcome, ladies. Introduce yourselves. Tell us about your background. My name's Becky Crawford. I'm a nurse manager at Spectrum. Um, My background is in postpartum and is labor and delivery nursing. And I'm Katie McNabney. I'm the project specialist for women's and infants at Spectrum Health. Um, My background, I am an RN, and my background is high-risk OB and uh, postpartum nursing. Awesome. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us. So tell us about what baby-friendly means, why it's such an intense process to go through recertification and yeah sure so um the baby friendly hospital initiative was actually created back in the early 90s and it was it's an international um, organization to promote protect and um, support breastfeeding practices um Spectrum Health Butterworth was designated baby-friendly initially in 20, October of 2014, and we just went through the redesignation process uh, and were designated at the end of, redesignated at the end of, of May of this year. Um, and there are 10 steps for baby-friendly that um, each support breastfeeding practices, and we can talk through some of those steps as well. Um, but all of you have to be proficient in all of those 10 steps to receive the designation. So you really have to show breastfeeding excellence and it's a really strict and rigorous process uh, to go through. And I think overall the way I describe it to patients is it, we've created a culture that's supportive of breastfeeding and that moms and of moms that want to breastfeed. Um, so it's not that we force anyone to breastfeed. Our goal is just to educate moms, support them and help them be successful if that's the option they choose. Absolutely. Um, as nursing professionals, part of our responsibility is to make sure that best practice and current research reaches our patients and that they're educated on all of those best practices. And breastfeeding is best practice, but it's also about informed choice and supporting our patients with whatever choice they make. So um, while baby friendly is primarily about Uh, breastfeeding and supporting breastfeeding there is a formula feeding option there and we support patients in that option as well Mm -hmm. Um, it should never be about pressure it should just be about education and informed choice that is the question that I get from doula clients if they choose um, whether for medical necessity or Mm -hmm. personal choice to formula feed um, how they can navigate the system mm-hmm. with baby-friendly hospitals. That's what so. I was going to ask, too. Do, do you think that designation scares a mom who knows she doesn't want to breastfeed? Or mm-hmm. you know, does she think she's going to come into this hospital and you're going to try to force it? So what does that look right. like? So we we do hear that feedback from moms that haven't delivered with us, that they're just nervous. Um, Having to talk about breastfeeding even can be an uncomfortable conversation if they know that's not the choice they want to make. So our approach with our staff is to educate the patient um, on all the options, let them choose, and then support. So it should be a one-time conversation. We're going to talk through all your feeding options. These are the great benefits of breastfeeding. If you choose not to do it, okay, then let's talk about formula feeding, and we'll focus our education there. So making sure they know their options, they understand the benefits, and then support. And, you know, 
nurses educate on a lot of topics, right? It's not just about breastfeeding, but the other topics we educate on, it's the same sort of informed choice, right? Right. Breastfeeding is such a personal decision. Mm -hmm. It's such an emotionally charged topic, right? So Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, it's also, while we're, you know, we, we need to educate our patients on breastfeeding and why it's great, um, we also need to acknowledge the fact that it is a really personal choice. And it's okay if you choose not to, as yes. long as we've given you all of the information. And so your labor and delivery nurses, your postpartum nurses, everyone is specially trained to mm-hmm. support um, the initial latch and continued breastfeeding mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. their stay. Yep. And that's something that we always stress as doulas is that you have support mm-hmm from your nurses as well as the board certified lactation consultants who do rounds in the postpartum yeah. time. So actually one of the 10 steps is staff education. So yeah. all of our nurses receive 20 hours of dedicated breastfeeding education. 15 of those are um, like classroom type education and then five of those is clinical practical breastfeeding um, education hours. Um, Every one of our nurses, it's built into orientation for any women, any women's nurse. So everyone from labor and delivery to postpartum gets this education. There's also uh, a requirement for providers, so nurse midwives as well as uh, physicians to receive additional breastfeeding education as well. Um, they receive per baby friendly. They're required to receive three hours of breastfeeding education. We also have a team of lactation consultants mm-hmm. that offer further help for any mom that's struggling. But I'm also bringing in more peer counselors too, um, just to round on every patient and offer every mom some support, even with those first few times they're latching, just so they can hear that you know you're doing a great job. And it's really just to address the breastfeeding concerns of all moms, not just the moms that are struggling, just to really walk them through. And we do have quite a few nurses that are certified breastfeeding counselors. So they received um, additional education as well as the education that they received for um, Baby Friendly. How are you able to support moms with babies that go to the NICU initially with their breastfeeding goals? Well, actually, we get them pumping right away. So if your goal is to breastfeed, um, we like to have them pump within two hours of delivery to start establishing that supply. So our nurses will come in and do education, and the lactation consultants will see them also and just talk about the importance of pumping to build up that supply. They're also going to do skin-to-skin. There are some lactation consultants that are dedicated just to the NICU and these moms. So there's a lot of support there, too. The providers in the NICU are very, very supportive of breastfeeding, Mm -hmm. um, and they encourage and educate moms on the importance of breastfeeding as well. So there's good collaboration between our um, OB teams and our uh, NICU teams regarding supporting those moms in Mm -hmm. breastfeeding and being successful. Yeah, that's what my clients tell me, that they get a lot of support even over at Holland Foss as well as in their rooms with lactation. So, And as far as other elements of the baby-friendly designation, what else encompasses those 10 standards that help? There's a lot. Um, We start right at delivery with the golden hour after delivery. We place babies skin to skin immediately after delivery, and we avoid all unnecessary care for that first hour. So any exams or assessments would all be done while the baby's skin to skin on mom. 
we try to give them that time to bond and establish that first feeding. Mm-hmm. And if the mom can't do skin to skin, I have dads ask yeah. me all the time yeah. <laughs> about the benefits of them doing skin to skin with baby. So that's something that's encouraged as well. Yes. yes, we've had Absolutely. lots of dads do yes. skin to skin. Mm-hmm. We like to bring them in on the process whenever possible. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then delayed cord clamping is now Correct. a standard policy. Yes. And we also room in, um, so babies stay with their moms 24 hours a day unless um, mom requests otherwise. But that's what we try to encourage and do all procedures at the bedside to keep the family together 24 hours a day. I I think that rooming in is another hot topic when you're talking about baby friendly and breastfeeding. And the literature does tell us that rooming in does help moms to be more successful breastfeeding. I think that it's important that patients understand that, you know, we're going to allow you to keep your baby with you. Right. You are. We're going to be able to take care of mom and baby together. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn your baby's feeding cues. You're going to learn all those little nuances. We're going to help you learn that um, in the couple of days that you have with us. Um, there, there is space where if you wanted your baby to go to a nursery, we could do that. Um, and we're supportive of that as well. But again, it's we are going to educate, and then we're going to honor choice. Exactly. And then Can there's you, delayed bathing and yes. other procedures. Yeah. 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 What, what's the thought behind all the delayed cord clamping, delayed bathing? Um, why, I guess, what, what are the benefits? So the delayed bath, that's sort of about the transition from being inside mom and then outside and regulating temperature. Um, So we wait at least 12 hours. We like to wait closer to 24 hours to do that first bath. We're of course not gonna hand you an ooey gooey baby. Um, You know, we do a little wiping off, but it, it really does help that baby transition to life outside of mom and regulate it. It'll also allows you to go immediately into skin to skin. So yeah. baby can help regulate not just the temperature, but the heart rate and the breathing. Um, and again, that's evidence-based. In fact, um, there's a pediatrician out in Massachusetts that um, she really pioneered the baby-friendly initiative in um, the hospitals out in Massachusetts, and she did a study on delaying the baby bath as well. And, and that's the literature we have for it's all about maintaining stability for the baby. That's awesome, Katie. Yeah. I don't know if you want to comment on the delayed cord camp clamping. Um, that just gives the newborn a little more blood volume. And actually, it's better for a baby. There's no reason to cut the cord any sooner unless the baby um, is having a respiratory issue and would need resuscitation. So that would be out of the norm. But otherwise, we do wait and delay so the baby can have more blood volume from the placenta. How long? We like to wait. Our standard is a minimum of one minute. I know a lot of moms okay, request. Okay, so this isn't like you're there for an hour. We're not hour saying 10 or... minutes or 20 oh, okay. minutes. Generally, the cord stops pumping within five minutes. Okay. So some moms request, like, please wait until it stops pulsating. And we can do that, too. Generally, we wait about a minute, and that's probably close to when it stops pulsating. Okay. But, yeah, we're not talking, you know, an hour or anything mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Yeah, some of my clients want to see it actually, yeah, turn gray and stop pulsating mm-hmm. before it's cut. Yep. Yeah, and, I, I didn't want to see that. mine at all. <laughs> I didn't either personally. But. <laughs> my husband did accidentally. He was like, oh my God, an organ just fell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of that. So 
So as far as um, additional steps that you take to get recertified, tell us about that process, why it's important. So you will see in our Women's and Infant Services Department, so um, OB triage is on A-level, and then all the way up to the eighth floor in that tower, you'll see the 10 steps for a baby-friendly posted, um, and it's just showing our support of those 10 steps. Um, We have to show that patients receive prenatal education in our clinics regarding breastfeeding. We have to show that all of our staff receive the education. Um, the, the people that come out to do our survey, they interview staff and patients and patients and providers. So they will go in patient rooms to see that they receive the education about breastfeeding and that they're being appropriately supported um, for breastfeeding. Um, so they look at uh, our exclusive breastfeeding rate. And then you have support groups as well. When mothers go home Mm -hmm. and need additional support, they can go to free support groups and Mm -hmm. seek help through their OB or midwives or certainly pediatricians. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of our pediatricians have at least one pediatrician that is an IBCLC, so a lactation Mm -hmm. consultant as well. I know that our DeVos clinic has two pediatricians that Mm -hmm. are um, lactation consultants. Mm -hmm. So. Um, and our pediatrician that is an IBCLC actually oversees the residents, and so she's the one working with them and training them. That's awesome. So it's kind of keeping that mindset forefront for all of them, too, and, and helping them learn the baby-friendly system. Yeah. Yeah, so, so while, you know, nursing took this on and rolled it out, it, there is a lot of support from providers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, our nurse midwives receive, as part of their education, mm-hmm. um, breastfeeding. Um, but our pediatric providers are all very supportive of breastfeeding mm-hmm. as well. So is there anything that you think is a misconception for this um, Baby friendly initiative. Is there anything that it isn't? You told us what it is. What what isn't it? Yes, I think um, the the thing we hear most is that I'm going to be pressured to breastfeed if I deliver there, and I can't say it. Like there's nothing further from the truth. Our goal is a culture supportive of breastfeeding, not a culture of pressure. So our goal is to educate, let moms make decisions, and support them. So there's no pressure. Um, I think the other big misconception is about rooming in. So um, sometimes you have a mom who, let's say, has had a C-section and she's exhausted um, and she just needs support for a couple of hours. We will accommodate that. Uh, We're all about supporting moms. So although we do encourage rooming in and there are a lot of benefits to it, in certain circumstances when it's not best for the family, we support what is. I think that everything is, it's the 80-20 rule, right? Like there's going to be exceptions to every rule and um, it's just important that we support our patients through that. I think that Becky and I have probably both taken care of those moms that have had long labors or C-sections and they come up to the floor and they just need rest, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to take care of yourself. I remember that. Yes. Everyone's hit a wall and it's like, why don't I just cuddle your baby for an hour you take a nap and then let's try again 
Yes. And sometimes just 45 minutes of sleep yes. can change the yes. entire situation. Yeah. yeah. I remember after my second one, I got like two hours of sleep, like two consecutive hours, and it was the best it's two hours ever. It is. <laughs> so if there's a mother who just, you know, I'm thinking about my situation, I, you know, it was fairly quick. I, I was, mm-hmm. t- yeah, sure, I was tired. But I did choose at one time in the middle of the night to have them take my daughter to the nursery so I could get, it was about two hours, but mm-hmm. I felt so amazing. But I wasn't in this dire circumstance. So today with, this was before the baby friendly. So today would I have to prove to you that no. I need, no. So it's just no. like, no. would I, you take her for a couple hours? Yes. You're not going to say, well, <laughs> you don't, you don't check these boxes so she right. won't go. Okay. Right. No, I think the goal is when moms come up to the postpartum unit to talk to them about, well, baby's room in 24-7 and we keep you together and care for you together. However, if you have a need to send your baby to the nursery, we'll accommodate that. So our goal is to not educate the mom at 2 a.m. who's exhausted and crying and hit the wall about, well, you should room in with your baby. That's not really the time to have that conversation. It probably wouldn't be well received. Um, (laughs) So we want to educate them when they first come up so that at that point at 2 a.m., if you decide to make that decision it will be more like okay well I didn't think I wanted to but now I do yeah and that's that is common that okay I just need a little bit of a nap and then I can Mm -hmm. keep going yeah yeah we've had clients hire us to help out in their postpartum room when their partner had to go home to tend for another child or had a job to get back to Mm -hmm. and so we've loved that role of being in the hospital as well as later on in the home to support Mm -hmm. them to help them get sleep and also you know, find baby cues and feedings and help support breastfeeding. Yeah. Basically That's be great. their postpartum doula in the hospital yes. instead of oh, at wow. home. Sure. Yeah. We would yeah. welcome that support. <laughs> Definitely. I'm sure our nurses would love to partner well, with yeah. you on that. For those moms who don't um, want to send, maybe they, they desperately want the sleep, but they don't feel comfortable sending their baby to the mm-hmm. nursery. Sure. Your doula sits in the rocking wow. chair and holds your baby. What yeah. a great option. Yeah. 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 It's been really kind of life altering for a few of our clients who are a little bit more on the um you know a lot of moms just have anxiety especially first-time moms sure Mm -hmm. especially yeah um I think that you know so much of the focus goes to the baby right Mm -hmm. but we're taking care of mom too Mm -hmm. oh yeah and um that needs to be on the forefront Mm -hmm. as well there's two patients there Mm -hmm. right right and being aware of her self-care and her needs in the moment too because what I always try to tell my patients is um, you need to take care of yourself so you can take care of this baby. Mm-hmm. And if that means a short nap, mm-hmm. then I think we need to do that because it's going to make you a better mom in the morning when you've had a little bit of sleep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what other hospitals in the area um, within the spectrum brand yeah. are baby certified? We have clients in a 50-mile radius yeah, of Grand Rapids, so we work with a lot of your smaller hospitals yeah. as well. So Spectrum Health Butterworth just received redesignation like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Spectrum Health Zealand um, received... newly designated. Yep, yep, and that was... Um, Actually, last September. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Spectrum Health United Memorial up in... Um, Greenville, mm-hmm. they um, were designated five years ago, and they're going through the redesignation process right now. So is it every five years? You have it to is. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, and then Spectrum Health Big Rapids is um, going um, after designation as well. Nice. Um, we have, as a system, 
we baby friendly requires us to have an infant feeding policy and we have standardized that infant feeding policy across um, the system for all of our regional hospitals as well okay so there you're going to see a piece of baby friendly in all spectrum hospitals Um, Mm -hmm. and the reason for that is that it's evidence-based and it's best practice Mm -hmm. so um, even if they're not designated baby friendly these are practices that we should all be doing. Right. They're probably practicing very similar to baby friendly, even if they don't officially have that designation. That's great. Great. Thanks. Anything else you want to share before we sign off? What resources, if um, any of our listeners want to learn more about baby friendly or, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the work Spectrum's done, where can they go online to get more information? I think just going to the Baby Friendly website will give you a lot of information about the 10 steps and about what we're focused on as a baby friendly hospital. So you could really start just researching baby friendly um, and we are following that to a T so that will tell you how we're practicing. Um, Our provider offices also have education and information about baby friendly Um, and then our childbirth education classes. Yep. At Spectrum Health, Healthier Communities, they have Mm -hmm. information as well okay so the educators can fill their students in mm-hmm. with any questions they have Correct. yeah okay yeah and then is there anything special with the hospital tours that our clients go on um, before delivery do you incorporate baby friendly or answering some questions based on that I haven't been on a tour in a while oh so I don't I don't think that they um, specifically talk about baby friendly okay except that they the prob- practices probably yeah sure they, they don't likely don't highlight the nursery like they used to um our nursery we don't have babies lined up in the nursery like they're with their moms they're with their moms so it's you know you can't go to the maternity floor and look through the window of the nursery to see there's um, no babies like all the movies yeah yeah just doesn't happen Yeah. yeah Um, so I do think they talk about some of our practices about how okay. you know we room in and we keep babies together. Um, and I think the other thing is maybe some of the practices like the skin to skin after delivery, um, things that might be different than other hospitals, just so they know what to expect. Um, that we would you know never supplement a baby unless it was medically necessary, and we're not yes. handing out pacifiers unless. Um, you know, somebody requested. Mm-hmm. So it might be slightly different than other hospitals, you know, that are doing deliveries in the area. Sure. Our, our childbirth educators are pretty passionate about breastfeeding and supporting breastfeeding practices, um, as well as, you know, they support natural birth. They support, you. they get to give the whole gamut of the yeah. birth experience. So Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. You've been listening to Ask the Doulas with Gold Coast Doulas. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on our website at goldcoastdoulas.com. These moments are golden.